This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Monday, February 19th, 2024, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Houston Mer- Mega Church holds healing and Thanksgiving service a week after deadly shooting. All on your daily source for Marshall Broadcast News, Waylon Smith will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ray Ronierson will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a sunny 47 degrees. And now on to our top story. Gaza's health ministry says more than 29,000 Palestinians have been killed in the territory since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. The ministry in Hamas-ruled Gaza said today that 107 bodies were brought to hospitals in the last 24 hours. That brings the total number of fatalities to 29,092 since the start of the war. The ministry does not distinguish between civilians and combatants in records, but says most Most of those killed were women and children. The war began when Hamas-led militants stormed into southern Israel from Gaza on October 7th, killing around 1,200 people and taking around 250 hostages. The latest in a series of wet winter storms is gaining strength in California. Forecasters warned that today could bring possible flooding, hail, strong winds, and even brief tornadoes as the system moves over the move south over the next few days. The National Weather Service says the central coast is at risk of, quote, significant flooding, unquote. Up to five inches of rain is predicted for many areas. Isolated rain totals of 10 inches are possible in the mountain ranges. Flood watches and warnings have been issued in coastal and mountain areas up and down the state. Authorities are investigating the shooting in a suburban Minneapolis neighborhood that left two police officers and a firefighter dead early yesterday. The shooting occurred as officers were responding to a domestic situation involving an armed man who had barricaded himself inside with his family, including seven children. The shooting in Burnsville related in the deaths of 27-year-old officers Paul Elmstand and Matthew Rogue, 40 years old, who was the f- and firefighter Adam Finseth. Authorities say Finseth was shot while giving aid to an injured officer and the suspect was found dead. Investigators are still putting together details of the shooting and say none of the seven children were hurt. Tens of thousands of demonstrators are marching through the cities in Mexico and abroad in what they call a, quote, March for Democracy. democracy democracy, I'm sorry, unquote. The rally called by Mexico's opposition parties target the ruling party in advance of the June 2nd elections. The demonstrations advocate for free and fair elections and a rail against corruption just days after presidential frontrunner Claudia officially announced her candidacy under the ruling party Marina. Claudia is largely seen as a continuation candidate of Mexico's highly popular populist president andres manuel lupez he adored he's adored by many voters who say he bucked the country's elite parties from lower from power in 2018 and represented the working class a houston mega church has held a special service a week after a woman opened fire in one of its hallways 
Lakewood Church is run by celebrity pastor Joel Olstein. The megachurch has not had services since the February 11th shooting. Olstein says yesterday's service was meant to celebrate, quote, a time of healing and restoration, unquote. Police say a 36-year-old Genesee Moreno entered the church with her seven-year-old son and opened fire. Two of the people, two people were injured, including her son. The boy remains hospitalized and Marino was shot and killed by security officers. Questions about the shooting remain unanswered, including Marino's motive. Coming up, a probe of illegal drugs delivered by a drone at West Virginia prison nets 11 arrests. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Can I really choose any doggy that I want? You sure can, Peanut. Oh, look at that one, Daddy. He's cool. You're darn right, little girl. I'm the essence of cool. I enjoy long walks in the rain and the occasional bath. Plus, I love to be rubbed behind my ear. Wolf, baby, wolf. He's a little too big for our house, sweetheart. Let's see what else they have. How about him? He's really happy. Oh, 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 oh. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Pick me, pick me. Please, 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 please pick me. I'm very cute. Cute, cute, cute little doggy. I can do lots of tricks. Watch this. It's a really yippy, Daddy. I don't know if I want him. That's fine, kiddo. How about her? Oh, darling, you are so terribly adorable. We would have such an amazing time doing each other's nails. Oh, Daddy, she's beautiful. I want to take her home with me right now. Dogs and cats with a variety of personalities are available for adoption at the Cabell Wayne Animal Shelter. That's why I've got my little buddy here. That's right, that's right. You can help some of my furry friends by listening to this message of hope from WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. Students will not be able to reserve their same dorm rooms this coming fall semester. As Zach Highlander reports, the, this new chance will not let students keep their dorm rooms in certain buildings. Instead, they will have to apply for a new room. Marshall students will not be allowed to reserve their rooms for the next fall semester due to a new rule enforced by housing. They should have more dorms for the people that they expect to have. It is currently unclear if this is temporary or to be made long term. I'd say it'll probably last because until they build more dorms there'd be no way for them to let you reserve your It is currently unclear as to the why this rule is being enforced. I think a lot of it has to do with trying to get numbers back from COVID really the first normal year since COVID, so a lot of people are either just now deciding to come to college or maybe change their minds about college, so it makes sense that there's more people. If they had so many people last year that they had to reopen Holderby, which is unlivable and gross, how did they think they were going to fit even more people in when Holderby is being demolished? It's clear that this has become a shock to many students. For News Center 88, I'm Zach Highlander. Thanks, Zach. With room selections now open, students should contact Housing and Residence Life for any questions they may have. Eleven suspects have been arrested in an investigation into illegal drugs allegedly delivered by drones into a federal prison in southern West Virginia. McDowell County Sheriff James Muncie says his office was contacted in November by officials at the Medium Security Federal Correction Facility. 
in Welch to help with increased drone usage in the area. Muncie says the arrests were made from mid-December through early February, and the sheriff says one of the suspects is a juvenile. Another man who fled officers on foot was later found dead. Muncie says his body was sent to the state medical examiners for an autopsy. A Virginia bank says it will delay plans to auction off land at West Virginia Give Governor Jim Justice's posh resort in an attempt to recover more than $300 million on default business loans by the governor's family. The Charleston Gazette, Gazette Mail reports that in a court filing Friday, Carter Bank and Trust of Martinsville, Virginia, said it will reschedule the March 5th auction to a later date. The bank will also also asked that the hearing set for tomorrow be postponed on a request by the Greenbrier Sporting Club in White Sulphur Springs for a preliminary injunction against the bank. The, the Sporting Club says the auction would jeopardize thousands of jobs. Coming up next, California is forging ahead with food and waste recycling, but is it too much too fast? That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patience. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Your place in cyberspace. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is... If you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists, Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. The United Auto Workers Union is threatening to go on strike this week at Ford's largest and most profitable factory in dispute over local contract language. The union said Friday that nearly 9,000 workers at the Kentucky truck plant in Louisville will strike on February 23rd if the local contract dispute is not resolved. If there's a strike, it would be the second time the union has walked out on the sprawling factory in the past year. In October, U UAW workers shut down the plant during national contract negotiations that ended with large raises for employees. The plant makes heavy-duty F-Series pickup trucks and the Ford Excursion and Lincoln Navigator large SUVs. A message was left Friday seeking comment from Ford. 
A woman has been killed and five others were wounded in a shooting at a Waffle House restaurant in Indianapolis. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department says officers responded to a report of a shooting at the restaurant around 1230 a.m. today. Police found five shooting victims who were taken to the hospital, including a woman who was in critical condition and later died. The other victims, a woman and three men, all are in stable condition. Police say a sixth man traveled separately to the hospital with a gunshot wound and is believed to be in critical condition. Investigators believe an argument between two groups of people at a restaurant escalated to gunfire and no one has been arrested. U.S. lawmakers are raising alarms about what they say, what they see as America's failure to complete, compete with China in biotechnology. Their warning of risks to U.S. national security and commercial in- interest, but as the two countries' rivalry expands to the biotech inter- industry, some say that shutting out Chinese companies would only hurt the United States. Biotechnology allows scientists and researchers using it to make rapid advances in medical treatment, genetic engineering, in agricultural and novel biomaterials. Because of its potential, it has caught the attention of both the Chinese and U.S. governments. Former U.S. Representative George Santos is suing late-night host Jimmy Kimmel. Santos says Kimmel... Excuse me, Kimmel deceived him into making videos on the Cameo app that were used to ridicule the disgraced New York Republican on air. The lawsuit alleges that Kimmel misrepresented himself to induce Santos to create personalized videos capitalizing and on and ridiculing Santos. The videos were used on Kimmel's show for a segment called What Will Santos Say It? A Disney representative listed as a media contact for Kimmel's show didn't immediately respond to an email seeking comment on Saturday. Santos was expelled from the House of Representatives last year and has pleaded not guilty to numerous criminal charges. Two years after California launched an effort to keep organic waste out of landfills, the state is behind on getting food recycling programs up and running. Cal Recycles director Rachel Wagner says about three-quarters of communities are currently collecting organic waste from homes. It's hard to change people's long-standing behavior quickly, and some communities have faced delayed delays setting up organic waste hauling contracts due to the pandemic. Meanwhile, some of the some of those that ramped up collection now have more compost than they can use. By 2025, the state seeks to slash se- to slash by 75 percent of the amount of organic waste it sends to landfills from 2014 levels. Coming up next, Trump rails against New York fraud ruling as he faces fines that could exceed half a billion dollars. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. 
this is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin says he is not running for president. Manchin, Manchin announced his decision to in a speech Friday at West Virginia University, saying he didn't want to be a, quote, spoiler, unquote, the contrast Democrat who had who often bucked his party's leadership, had been considering a run for the presidency and had said he thought it would be a clear would be clear by March if there is a path for a third party candidate. This year, Manchin is not running for re-election in 2024, and his Senate seat is heavily Republican state is expected to be a prime pickup opportunity for the GOP. Nikki Haley is using the closing days of the South Carolina GOP primary matchup with Donald Trump to hone in on her argument that she is the only remaining candidate who can unite Americans. It is a tall order for Haley as her home state prepares to vote on Saturday, and Trump has remained popular in South Carolina since his 2016 primary win in the state. Haley has maintained that her ability to stick it out in the race thus far means she's in it for the long haul. In a new TV ad, Haley argues that she is the only choice who can keep America on solid footing aboard. Senator Tim Scott is treating, treading carefully on questions about whether he would have certified the 2020 election and had, had he been vice president at the time. The South Carolina Republican is seen as a potential running mate if Donald Trump becomes, a, becomes the Republican presidential nominee. On January 6, 2021, about two months after Trump lost the White House, then Vice President Mike Pence defined his boss and refused to use his largely common role in overseeing the election certification process to block Democrat Joe Biden's victory. Scott declined to say in two Sunday news shows interviews whether he would have acted differently as vice president. Scott dropped out of the 2024 and has endorsed the former president. LGBTQ plus advocates say Donald Trump has mocked transgender people during his campaign using language about gender identity that advocates say is wrong and harmful. Other GOP presidential candidates have attacked transgender participation in athletics and proposed nationwide bans on affirming care for transgender minors. Political observers say the issue has become more potent has become a more potent rally call for Christian conservatives than abortion rights or same-sex marriage. This shift worries advocates who note transgender people are already disproportionately prone to stress, depression, and suicidal behavior when they're forced to live as the sex they were assigned at birth. One former GOP operative wonders whether, quote, Republicans might be overplaying their hand as a political matter, unquote. Former President Donald Trump railed against the judge who slapped him with a $335 million fine in his New York civil fraud trial. The Republican frontrunner also went after the long list of prosecutors with cases against him as he campaigned in Michigan Saturday night while facing penalties that with interest could exceed half a billion dollars. Trump had... 
Trump was making his pitch in a state expected to be critical in November as he pivots towards a likely general election rematch against President Joe Biden. While Biden eerily beat Trump here in 2020, the president is facing skepticism in the state, especially from Arab American voters angry over his support for Israel and the Israel-Hamas war. And coming up, Waylon Smith will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ray Reinerson will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Willen Smith, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's currently a sunny 47 degrees outside of the WMUL studios. Looking towards tonight, we'll see temperatures dropping into the mid-30s around 8 p.m. and continuing to drop into the high 20s later in the night into the early morning. As we look toward the rest of the week, we'll see highs in the upper 50s and low 60s, with lows as cold as 23 degrees. Scattered rain showers are expected later in the week from Thursday to early Friday morning. Now for today in weather history. On this day in 1990, a moist Pacific storm worked its way into New Mexico and southern Colorado. Up to 36 inches of snow blanketed the Wolf Creek and Red Mountain Passes of southwest Colorado, and up to 15 inches of snow were reported around Trinidad. In New Mexico, the eastern slopes of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains were blanketed with 9 to 28 inches of snow, and 50 to 60 mile per hour wind gusts were reported from Taos to Albuquerque. Thank you to Weather4U.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a sunny 47 degrees. For New Center 88, I'm Waylon Smith. Thanks, Waylon. Now Ray Ranierson joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, Emma. And Marshall Thundering Herd Athletics. Marshall Women's Swim and Dive took home multiple pieces of hardware leaving the Sunbelt Conference Championship on Saturday that included four first-place gold medals. Those four gold medal winners on Saturday were Marshall's Paige Banton, who won the 200 breaststroke, Etzer Laban in the 1650 freestyle, Madeline Hart in the 200 butterfly, and finally, Elena Lasser in platform dive. It was also an exceptional day for the Thundering Herd in the platform dive as it swept the podium. Lesser taking home gold, Larissa Muntzgaard winning silver, and finally, Gabrielle Grace winning bronze. It was an overall great weekend for the Thundering Herd, finishing the conference championship in second place with a point total of 779.5. Sprinting over to Marshall Track and Field, the Thundering Herd prepared to start the championship, championship season today at the Birmingham Crossplex, which would be a two-day Sunbelt Indoor Championship event. 
The field events started at 2 p.m. today with women's weight throw, and then track events started at 4 p.m. with a women's mile. Dunking over to Marshall men's basketball, it aims to return home this Wednesday to take on the James Madison Dukes. Marshall aims to turn the tide after a long three-game losing streak on the road. The Thundering Herd will aim to snap a three-game losing streak when it returns home. Marshall women's basketball competed on the road over the weekend at Old Dominion. FM 88 Sports' Jonathan Edward has the recap. On Saturday, February 17th, the Marshall Thundering Herd women's basketball team defeated the Old Dominion Monarchs by a final score of 89-75. to Saturday's victory for Marshall marked its 13th Sunbelt victory of the year, improving its conference record to 13-1 and its overall record to 19-6. With the loss, Old Dominion drops to 9-5 in the Sunbelt and 18-7 overall. The visiting Thundering Herd spread the wealth offensively, with five players scoring in the double digits. Leading the way for Marshall was Meredith Mayer with 16 points, followed by Abby B and Aslan Hayes, both with 15. Brianna Campbell racked up 13, and Sydney Scott also put up 11. The crowd of 2,556 fans at the Chartway Arena in Norfolk, Virginia, witnessed two Sunbelt powerhouses battle it out in the first half, with Marshall only leading 33-31 at halftime. The turning point in the game was the third quarter, a quarter in which Marshall outscored Old Dominion 32-12. In the third quarter, Marshall shot 80% from the field, sinking 12 of 15 shots, hitting all four three-pointers. Marshall did not shoot under 40% from the field in any quarter on Saturday, which the same could not be said about Old Dominion. The Monarchs shot 38% in the first quarter and 25% in the third. Four players for Old Dominion reached double digits in the losing effort, led by India Buford and Brenda Fontana, which both sank 16 points respectively. Simone Cunningham finished in third in terms of scoring for the Monarchs, with a 15-point, 10-rebound double-double. Old Dominion outscored Marshall in the paint 50-40 to on the afternoon, but Marshall had the upper hand in points off turnovers 33 to 23. Marshall also utilized its bench once again with 28 points coming from that department. This overshadows the mere nine points off the bench for Old Dominion. Both teams were efficient overall from the field with Marshall finishing the day shooting 55.9% and Old Dominion shooting 45.2%. With the victory, Marshall clinched a double bye in the upcoming Sunbelt tournament, but for now will continue its road trip on Wednesday, February 21st against Texas State at 8 p.m. Old Dominion, on the other hand, will aim to rebound from the loss by traveling to Boone, North Carolina to face off against Appalachian State. The Monarchs and Mountaineers will duke it out at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday, February 22nd. For FM88 Sports, I'm Jonathan Edwards. Thanks, Jonathan. Marshall Women's Basketball aims to continue its road trip at Texas State on Wednesday. In other sports news, in men's college basketball, UConn became the first unanimous number one in the AP Top 25 poll this season. UConn is riding the second longest streak at number one in school history behind a 10-week stay during the 1998-99 season when the team coached by Jim Calhoun and led by Richard Hamilton and Khalid Al-Amin beat Duke for the national championship. Lastly, in women's college basketball, USC jumps to number seven in women's AP Top 25 and South Carolina still at the top of the AP 25. USC, which has won six straight games, climbed three spots to number seven in the Associated Press Women's Basketball Poll Monday, while South Carolina remained a unanimous number one. USC swept Oregon and then number 11 Oregon State over the weekend. The Trojans moved into a tie for second place in the Pac-12 Conference, two games behind Stanford. The Trojans will host Colorado and Utah this weekend. That does it for the FM88 Sports Report. And for the FM88 Sports team, I'm Ray Ron Yerson. 
Thanks, Ray. Coming up, Oppenheimer scores seven awards, including Best Picture at the British Academy Film Awards. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. Wide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Bottom of the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL FM. Huntington. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. And finally today on New Center 88, the epic film Oppenheimer has won seven, prize, seven prizes, including Best Picture at the British Academy Films Awards. Christopher Nolan was nominated Best Director, and Cecilian Murphy won Best Actor prize for playing Rob, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the father of the atomic bomb. Emma Stone was nominated, was named Best Actress for Poor Things, which took five prizes at Britain's equivalent of the Oscars. Oppenheimer won trophies for editing, cinematography, and a musical score, as well as the Best Supporting Actor prize for Robert Downey Jr. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Samantha Riddle, Zach Highlander, Waylon Smith, Ray Reinerson, Jonathan Edwards, Nate Hara, and for the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson, and your thought of the day is there are many ways of going forward, but only one way of standing still. Franklin D. Roosevelt. <laughs>